evening podcasters your next edition of the Royal Agenda by Keith London I'm going to get some different stuff I was going to talk about breeding but I'm going to go back to the segment of guys are just getting started or some of the guys that are, have already started some of you guys are just starting out or some of you guys just starting to get into competition try to recommend to people getting the competition is that you already be prepared for what's to come. Meaning, if you're getting in, just get your feet wet, just to test it out, see how it is, understand. If you're getting in to win it, you gotta make sure that you're ready for that challenge. This is the thing. Most guys get the competition when competition is at its lowest, hoping they can sneak in and get a victory. <clears throat> but the real flyers, the real competitors, they're going to try to beat the best person at their best. With that being said, I had a few people ask me why I'm not getting to the, the Royal Rumble. Why I'm not getting it? I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready to win it. Which means that if somebody come out and score a lot of points, I'm not ready to to knock that down I'm not ready for that right now I know I'm not ready for that can I compete on level that most of these guys compete on yes no doubt but what I want to do is I want, if I come in I want to be able to win and beat the best person at their best so I mean if if I know a specific flyer is able to put up 500 I want to be able to put up 510 the kid I have right now I don't think they can get there right now they're just last year birds and it's not all out of my best birds but my best birds are now at my loft but it's not about me it's about you guys what defines a kid first of all the birds must kid that means the birds birds can be wanted in and out the kit every time a bird leaves a kid and comes out the kit it disrupts the rest of the kit so the kitten is is of the utmost importance. Now, the next thing is they must roll correctly. Now, rolling correctly is not a matter of what people think. It's a matter of what the parameters were set forth by Bill Pinson who brought the birds here in the first place. Strover back within the inconceivable um, speed of velocity like a spinning ball. But I'm going to tell you something about a spinning ball. Listen to this. If a ball is perfectly round, round, perfectly round, it has no markings, it's a straight, solid ball. If you spin it upward, it will show, no, you won't be able to tell the spinning, because without markings, you won't be able to tell. If it's a perfectly, perfectly balanced spinning ball, you won't be able to tell the spinning. Take the same ball, wobble it a little bit, you flip it up and spin it, you can see it wobble a little bit. And markings, you see you can tell for this if it's spinning. So that lets you know that one of the main things you should think of when your birds are rolling is balance. Everything should be balanced. Balance and smooth. Um, markings not gonna matter. Just be balanced. Perfect and I can give you the spinning as a ball. Get a ball basketball, throw it in, wobbles all over the place. Get one that's perfectly round, 
do what you can until it's rotating. Now, the faster the better look, even if it has markings. Okay, now we got that straight, right? So you guys can understand balance a little bit. <clears throat> okay. So now you got your birds balanced, you got them kidding, they're rolling straight. Okay, now next thing you're gonna think about when you when you fly and kick competition is frequency. Frequency means how often they roll. By the time I get to, get finished talking, you, you understand that frequency is really not as important as people think. It's important, but not as important as people think. When your birds are frequent, most kids that are frequent, they gotta have five to score, five, six, six, five, five, seven, six, five. That's what you get. Now take them same breaks instead of giving you five or seven breaks in a minute or so. At five or six points each take that down to two breaks of 10 to 15 birds see now that one break is 10 the next break is 15 and that's 45 so we can want 55 points with two breaks that's what you gotta get at it's not about if they can do that frequent then we have something so now we got now we got that we got frequency Kids sensitivity is when they do it together. The bigger the numbers, the better. Something like this: say you get five breaks, two breaks, three breaks, or 15. That's 45, 45, 45. Is that 135? Right? That's three breaks. Another two breaks are full turns. That's 135 for three breaks and 200. For two breaks. So right now you got one, two, three hundred thirty-five points with five breaks. That's rough. That's not even considering quality and depth. Now if your birds are balanced right and everything, the quality should go up a little bit. So the quality should at least be at 1.5. Now you put a little more extra velocity on them, not at 1.5, the 1.7. Depth. Mm. Depth keep it at 1.4, 1.5. So, so 2.3 something, 3.5, 3.8, something like that. That shoot that 300 points up to like 900, almost 900 points. Now you see, now you see where I'm getting, getting. And most of you guys are saying, we're going to hawk this, to hawk that. Let me tell you guys something. If the hawk left tomorrow, the best people in kid competition will just get that much better. So that everybody's when they get up to the level that the best people are right now, is still be several points ahead of them and that's just the truth that's just a fact that's the honest good fact that's just what happened <clears throat> reason why most guys don't know what it takes to get a kid to score 200 let alone 500 and that's just the honest God truth that's the truth they don't know what to do they don't know what to look for and I try to tell them what to look for. Part of it is the birds. But the guys that do with the birds, they get stuck. And they can't get past a certain amount of points. Their threshold with good birds is when not long being attacked is three to 400 points. Maybe they get mad, they get to get 500 points. That's their best. So what separates a 500 kid from an 800 point kid? Details. When you fly on your kid, you know which birds I'm not gonna hang with the kid. I mean, not gonna, um, not gonna commit on the brakes. You know that, so you gotta breed for that, select for that. The birds are going to brakes. That's the next thing. The birds are willing to go on the brakes. 
So that means that when you watch your kid, when you watch your birds, stop, stop counting the birds that's going. Start counting the birds that's not going on the breaks. Replace the birds from the other kids you have that are going on the breaks. Even if they're going five to ten feet, they're going on the breaks. Now you got the birds, now you got all the birds going on the breaks. It's get self illusion of an explosion in the air. When the bird's not going, you can clearly see they're not going. And so it, there's nothing to see. It's not going on break. You go after the break, before the break, you just look at the kid. Now you got some birds that's half as deep as him, or maybe a third that go on every break. As them birds develop and get better, they will they still be going on the breaks. The kids get better and better. And that's what you got to think about right there. Forget a bird that's 30 feet that they're going to break. It does you no good. What's the purpose of them? To show off and brag and say, oh, look at this bird. And that's another problem guys have. They want, they want that ah, that wow factor instead of just scoring some points. Some good old points. So now we got the kitten. We got the correct rolling. We got frequency. And we got collective rolling. Now we fine tuning to get the birds to go on bigger breaks. Okay, we lose a lot of birds, and I know that. So since you lose a lot of birds, so now what you gotta do? That means you gotta breed more of the best ones. And people, the worst, one of the worst things Congress and guy can make is when they lose a real good bird is I got the pair, I can breed another one. No, it don't work that way. I wish it did, but don't work that way. Those ones are called those ones for a reason. They are called those ones. They're not called those twos, those threes, those fours. That was one of those ones. The ones. that You gotta recognize those two. Recognize which birds, which, which pairs give you the birds. Now you got collective rolling. You got frequency. You got quality of rolling. And you got kidding. Now we're gonna get to commitment. Commitment is the one where if a bird is 20 feet, he's going to give you that close to 20 feet almost, almost every time as long as he's safe. And that kid break, he got you, he give you his 20 feet. You don't need him breaking and giving you five feet when he's a 20 foot pigeon. That makes no sense. If you got an athletic team and you draft a player or you trade for a player because he can score 20 points, give you five rebounds. 10 assists. You bet, that's what you draft from the guard. They can do that, right? That's why you draft, not draft, traded for him, right? So now you get to your team. He's getting you 15 points, two rebounds, and five assists. Is he doing his job? No, he's not. He's holding. He's, he's not. Not what you need. He's still losing. But if he get, if he commit his 20, his 10, his 10 assists, and his five or six rebounds, he give you what he's supposed to a little bit over that. Every time you play and everybody else do the same, guess what happens? You win ball games. Guess what happens when your bird gives you his 20 feet on the brakes? And then the bird next to him gives you his 30. And the bird next to him gives you his 25. And the bird next to him gives you his 20. You start winning kit competitions. So you know you got kitten. You got you got kitten. You got correct rolling. You got frequency. You got commitment to death. Depth. You got collective performance. And now you got overall commitment in all the birds. It take a while to build them, but you got it. You're right there. You're right there. <clears throat> and that's what you guys got to think about when you guys are breeding your, your birds and selecting for birds to breed. Which birds can give you that bird in the higher percentages? You got guys that, um, 
gonna say. Gonna say something like, uh, <clears throat> well, I got this family. This family does this. This family does that. You can't breathe. Put up in the bird. What's not in there? Why you think it get in there? It don't automatically just pop in there. You gotta put it in there. Whatever you put in, what you get out. You gotta put the time in. Now, she see all those things straight, right? Now you watching your birds every day. You watch them, you watch them, you pay attention, seeing who's doing what. What you will start to notice then is the best birds try to run from throw from the same spot while they're a kid all the time. The best ones. So pay attention to that. Pay attention to the birds that want to cut it across the Watch your kids, guys, when they're out. Let your kids out and then go in the house. Watch your kids and see what's really happening. You gotta see what's happening. Right? So, you got everything together now. You got your birth kit. You got them rolling correct. You got them frequent. You got them collective rolling. You got them commit. You got all that down packed right now. Now, once you get that done, guess what you do next? You go to your breed loft and see which pairs is giving you those birds in the highest percentage. Any birds not giving you in a higher percentage, maybe you shouldn't be breeding. Now you should find another mate. I figure out which bird is responsible for what. Every now and then, go in your loft, look at your bird, just look at them over and over and over, and say, "Actually, why is this bird still here? If this bird left today, would it hurt my pro- um, progress?" Ask yourself some questions. If you saying no, birds shouldn't be there, and if you left. It wouldn't hurt you. And if it left, it wouldn't hurt your progress. Maybe he shouldn't be in there. Because the birds that hurt your forward progress are the birds you really want in there. If he left, it hurt something. If he ain't doing that, maybe he's not as important as you thought he was. Me, myself, once the birds stop being able to take me forward, I start losing interest in him. I'm not looking towards babies. If this baby's not doing it, then I, I, I didn't do something right. I can't blame the birds. I didn't do something right because if you have a pair of birds and the pair of birds good, let's say from scale to one ten, they threes, the pair. Now you get other birds and breed them birds. The babies with them birds, not the babies with one four. Then you figure out you put the, the original in original clock of two different birds, and one one of the one of the parents take you to fours and one to keep you at threes. You made him again still at threes. Once you figure out he can't take you to four or five, he should be out of there. Period. Get him out of there. Move right along. And that's what you gotta do, just like that. And sometimes you gotta do stuff that everybody's not willing to do. But that's another subject. We'll get to that later. So you got all the components in front of get them birds right, the selection and what goals and the kid, what you look for. You know, that, that's the basics. So we got that down pat. So until next time, peace. Roll agenda out. <laughs>